0: Hello and welcome
1: to the Dorm Room Dispute Podcast. I am Mitchell Kaminsky. And I'm Marshall Luso, and this week, And we'll give you the hottest rundown of what's happening this week. Uh, we got a lot of baseball to talk about. Happy 4th of July. Yes, happy belated or 4th. 5th, yeah, 5th of July. I guess it's a little less cool. But, and uh, happy belated Dylan Cease Day. Yes. he finally and arrived. And happy belated uh, Robel Garcia Day. We've long been awaiting his presence from Italy. Something like that. But he's the savior of the Chicago Cubs. Yeah, we got We're a lot right of first. we got a lot of good baseball content. We do have a lot of good baseball discuss. content. We also got some bad baseball content yeah, well, because we have been visiting the Chicago Dogs, Mitchell's place of internship. Uh, shout out to the free or the unpaid internship system. Uh, it's we got basically some fun like indentured servitude. Yeah. Like that should be illegal. It's going on the resume
0: though. I guess <laughs> that's crap. We have to do for them. They made us work on a holiday. Those and then we got these, bastards. like, floppy hats or whatever, and then they made us throw them out to the crowd. We didn't even get to keep didn't them. Get to keep them? Yeah, they were cool. They got, like, the Miller Lite sponsorship with the big dogs. We were like, oh, these are sweet, free hats. And then we, could, like, walk past the judges thing, because our theme was hats off to America. So he's making us, like, throw them out, and everyone's like, no, we're keeping them. are like, throw the hats or you're fired! <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, we had to throw this sweaty hat out at people. It, it was awful. Some kids are getting lice. Well, I
1: visited Mitchell recently. Um... We went to the my, my, the Chicago Dogs versus the was it Montreal? Yeah, or the uh, Winnipeg, made, Winnipeg Winnipeg Gold Eyes. Gold Eyes with with, White Sox legend Willie Garcia playing Willie right Garcia. field. Yeah, it's true. We got to say hi to him. Uh, so me and a friend went. We got some free tickets. He's a minor league baseball connoisseur. So I figured, hey, you know, the Chicago Dogs. Ever heard of those losers? Uh, and so we went down. Uh, watched about an inning and a half of baseball. Saw about five errors. One of the best moments was uh, how there was a line. Or, uh, home run right down the right field line. Clear home run, wrap the foul pole. And the home plate umpire said, Nope, foul ball. So we got some home cooking there. Uh, that was very interesting. And we were sitting right behind home plate. And very it was funny seats. because we we're trying to, yeah, shout out to Mitch for those. We had to fight him off of some eight year old. Uh, but uh, we're sitting right behind the home plate. And the other coach comes out and he's yelling at the umpire. And we're trying to hear what he says. And it was funny because they turned up the music. Yeah. As they're arguing, you know, to they're yelling. This is a small ballpark, we don't want to hear. And this, there's a a dad in front of us with two toddlers, like small kids. Yeah. And me and my friend are like, oh, I want to hear what they're saying because they're probably cussing each other out right now. That's gonna be funny, and he goes, "Yeah, I want to hear them swear at each other too." And I'm like, "Dude, you got two kids." <laughs> Anyways, Mitch comes down. He, you he, he run. What, what is it called? The uh, I run
0: the, the. Well, we we get different assignments every game, and this particular day, I was assigned with pro- the battle ball. The promotion, yeah, yeah the promotion. So, yes, and in so ever, entertainment.
1: I've heard of like bubble soccer? It's so where you're in the giant soccer things, we go down there. And uh, we're going we're about to do battle ball and it was it was it was, it was all cool and so we roll him out there. It's funny how we got him to do it too.
0: I was like, Yeah, he's a big time linebacker in college. Oh, yeah. Like, oh
1: nice, he's perfect, get him in. Yes, so. my long snapping career uh holds the, quite the reputation around this area. Uh but and so we we go down there and we roll the balls out, we're about to ready to go, and then like uh I don't know if you guys remember there was like a freak storm that hit, boom, out of nowhere, where it was like uh, on a Sunday, it was like sunny, and, and then 20 minutes later, it's like the apocalypse is about to happen. And so we're sitting there, and then it starts raining, and you guys are like, oh, they're pulling the tarp out. And so we are rolling these giant balls. No, we we're actually wearing them. They were them. wearing the balls. We were they were one them. out away
0: from going out of the field. Yeah, and
1: then we'll walk inside, and the whole Winnipeg Goal Eyes team starts walking through. And we're, we, the balls are in the bathrooms right across from the, well, the way the gold visit. eye locker yeah, yeah, yeah. so well we have like locker. the auxiliary locker
0: room because it's weird how, like i talked about this last time they it's the locker rooms are set up in the outfield and so the battle balls come out from center field like the big center field gate mm-hmm. and so they're standing out there we had this uh guy that was from six radio host from 670 to score with us uh <laughs> and so we're all ready to go out and we get the call that it's like raining we're like crap we gotta head back So running back, they can barely fit through the door with these things. We like pushing into cars, and then we're just standing
1: there because you left. I forgot my key, so his key didn't work, so we couldn't just duck in there and hide. And so you go and run out, and me and my friend and this other dude who like didn't really know what to do works with you. We're just standing there, and the entire like (laughs) opposing team's just walking right past us, and they're just looking at us like they're blocking the doorway to the locker. What are these (laughs) random dudes in bubble costumes doing it in our? locker room and so then we get and then we eventually get in and we're sitting there and then you know we're waiting because it's still like what two outs and we're trying yeah, to go it out and, was a do- and, yeah well they had to they had
0: evacuate everyone to the parking garage because there's yeah. not much cover in impact field there's like a tornado warning for a while so we yeah. got we lucked out because we were undercover
1: and so we're sitting in this like bathroom place we're just kind of you know hanging out and then they say all right it's clearing out we're gonna go and so and we could hear this like uh hispanic music being blared from the locker room because they had the door open, and the players are just, like, sitting in the hallway. There's a door that goes right outside right next to it, and they're just kind of sitting there chilling, and we get out there to prep for to go out, and we're rolling these giant bubbles. We're like, sorry, excuse me. Know, was, yeah. <laughs> yeah, my bad. We're running over some, like, a fire They can hear them cussing and, at us and the, under their breath yeah, yeah, in yeah. Spanish. Like, what, the, what the hell are these little gringos doing? But yeah, we're, like, rolling these bubbles through, and then the, we got some very judgmental looks from the... Winnipeg Gold Eyes. That was quite. That was quite the experience. I think I witnessed about three innings of baseball that day because shortly after it started raining and we left. But Zambrano pitched after you left. He got he the did. win. Oh, yeah, literally right
0: after you left, and this guy. Got- Cause it's funny, they were hustling to try to get five innings in, cause there was like lightning. I'm like, there's no way they should be playing mm-hmm. in this. There's still rain coming down. Then they were rushing to get through five, and then once they got through 5 they we're like, okay, we're gonna be done. And then it cleared up, and then it stopped raining. It's like, you gotta be kidding me! Somebody yeah. to sit around for another two hours. Well, that was my experience with the Chicago Dogs. Going off that, well, how was your Fourth of
1: July? Did it was. You do it was pretty good. I was in like, Geneva with the old parents. Um, saw some fire. You know, fireworks are an interesting concept where it's a really big deal, especially I live um if you're in the area right by the DuPage county fairgrounds essentially where they shoot off the fireworks it is an absolute zoo like leaving my house and like trying to drive my car and then trying to get back i'm like I, i they're like the roads are closed i'm like i live here i gotta get back but it's always it's this big up and then you sit you watch fireworks for about 25 minutes and you're like all right that was cool Driving so yeah. home
0: that like, night, like, cause we were at a party in Arlington Heights, and it was like apocalypse now with hot dogs. It was crazy. It was like, yeah, yeah, the <laughs> going off. off. Glad I
1: wasn't pure, because then you can drown That would bed. Yeah, at my for- I
0: had to work for the fourth once again with the dogs. And I'll tell you, our boss. I was telling you a little bit about him last time. He comes down there and he's like, "Hey, who has a spotless driving record?" Well, naturally, I do. Never crashed, no tickets. Oh. Knock on wood. So I'm like, "Oh yeah, I do." He's like, "All right, you're driving the float." Like what? He's like, yeah, you're driving the float. I'm going to be in the back with Squeeze, the mascot. And he's, like, firing off, like, hot dog cans. He's like, don't break too hard because I fall out. You're fired. I'm like, all right. (laughs) He's like, and also, don't accelerate. If you hit the car, because his wife was driving, like, the truck in front of us or whatever, he's like, you hit that, you're fired. I'm like, oh, God, there's a lot of pressure. It's really not a win-win situation for him. So I'm driving this thing, and he's in the back shooting off his cannons, and he shoots the one... Well, the first problem is when he's shooting off the cane, he's like, oh, it's a t-shirt. All these kids come, like, bum-rushing the side of the car. So I was trying to get him away by, like, throwing hot dogs. I'm like, get out of here. So I, like, throw a hot dog, and then they go chase after that. Then I hear, like, bang, he's like, quit throwing fucking hot dogs and drive. i like, oh, great. So <laughs> we already one swept. Mind you, there's kids everywhere. He's saying this, like, on the parade route in the, from the back can of the backyard You can already tell it's going to have to be an explosive. Yeah, episode, well, yes. Thanks, Sully. <laughs> so <laughs> we're driving. Then he shoots one into a tree. It hangs in the tree for a while then the branch snaps and it lands right in front of the car so then all these little savages come rushing in front of the floater so I gotta slam on the brakes so I don't get accused for manslaughter and of course you hear a Poof! what the fuck was that keep driving I was like did you want me to run over him so finally I'm <laughs> do done with this do, crap man. so I rolled up the windows and I turned on Waddle and Sylvie because you know I'm gonna listen to ESPN radio instead of this crap or whatever <laughs> so, then near the end of the thing we're still driving he wants everyone, I was talking about this earlier, he wanted everyone to throw out their hats. No one's throwing out their, like, hats, because they're like, oh, these are nice bucket hats. It's hot out, you know, I want to keep my bucket. So i gotta throw the hats or you're fired, you assholes. <laughs> From the judges. We didn't get first, by the way, because of probably because of all the obscenities. So they have to, like, fling these, like, sweaty hats. So then finally we're at the end of the parade route, and he's, like, telling me to go somewhere to, like, pull over so everyone can, like, hop on the back and we can drive back to our cars or whatnot where it's at. But it's like Arlington Heights is one of the biggest parades in Illinois. Mine, it's like Chicago. It's like yeah. it's one. It's like one of the Big crowded ones. Big That's shots. the only reason they were going down there. I was wondering why we had to go to all the way down. <laughs> So, I can't find anywhere to park, so I find somewhere in the street, everyone's like hopping on, and I heard like two bangs. So, usually that means you start driving. Yeah. So, I start driving, like, not
1: everyone's on! God damn it, Kaminsky!
0: <laughs> so, he comes stomping out of the person, like, get out! You're fired! I was like, ah, oh, great. <laughs> so, yeah, I got yelled at. But then he bought us all ice cream afterwards. That's the type fired? of boss he was. You still have
1: your
0: job? I still have my job, he just so... kicked me out as a driver. He's like, nice job, get the hell out of the car. <laughs> So then, yeah. After all this cussing, the ice cream cu- truck comes by. It's like, oh, right, ice cream on me. We're like, what the hell? Who is this it's guy? Like is. a two-face. All yeah, right, now.
1: we we had some good bad. That's our bad baseball. Rolling rolling bubble balls through minor league teams and throwing hot dogs, running over kids. Now we got some good baseball. So this is the All MLB podcast. Yes, yeah,
0: specifically Cubs White Sox and on the he, eve of tomorrow's uh, third game of the crosstown series in guaranteed guaranteed field. The rematch between Lucas Giolito. And John Lester. Sure. Let's start it off here. Uh, opening rant. Um, these two teams, the July 3rd, I think, was very telling about the direction these two teams are heading. Um, on the one side, we'll start with the White Sox. It was Dylan Cease day. Dylan Cease had his Major League debut. I had the privilege of going to that game. We showed up early so we could watch him by the bullpen. And it was electric. I got to, For the first time in a while, uh, you, you could see the ballpark was full. There was a palpable buzz about it, just like Michael Kopeck's debut. They ended up winning the game. He got the win and his debut. And the second game of the doubleheader, they won on a walk-off home run from Jose Abreu, the captain. And uh, earlier that day, he accepted a Silver Slugger award for what he won last year. They're moving up in the right direction. On the home stand itself, they just beat the Twins, who were in first place the series before. uh, James McCann got named an all-star. Lucas Giolito had one of the worst ERAs in baseball, now has a chance to win the Cy Young. He got named an all-star. Abreu's an all-star. Maikotis having an all-star caliber season. That guy in the same game uh, with the future, he hit two home runs, one of them in the 10th inning off of Shane Green, who had a .87 ERA at the time. With clutch home run right there. And this is all without Tim Anderson, too. They're trending in the right direction. They're only four games behind the Cubs, win-wise. Cubs, on the other hand, the same night, we're looking at the score. They're up by one with Kimbrel coming in. And they somehow blew the lead from this game. Which was like, surprising because it's a bad Pirates game. The night before, I think, they lost like 11-5. to Was that a yeah. four-game series? Yeah, it was four they games. They lost three we got, of four.
1: Yeah, we, we lost three of four. Two of them in blowout fashion.
0: The one game, if I was a Cubs fan, it would make me sick. Because like, the pitching looked horrible. That game in general, Javi Baez doesn't run out of fly ball. And they blow yeah. it in the ninth. Joe Madden looks Baez like he's out of this.
1: Uh, not, well, so I mean that, that that game was an indictment on the managing, and I think it's 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 and it's it's been time coming for the White Sox. Everything you said is true. The White Sox are trending in the right direction. They're a fun baseball team, uh, and they're fun to watch. But I think I mean that game is specific. It's just, I mean, well, by or that was Victor Caratini hit two shots, right? Like, two home runs. That was pretty cool. to see. Well, year. it was a
0: game they should have won and they yeah. lost. It was coming off an ugly homestand, and on the road, this team's been atrocious. Before yesterday's victory, because sure. they did win yesterday, since May 27th, the Cubs have four wins on the well, now five, they have five and the road third, wins. The well, third,
1: what? This is like a couple of days ago. It's probably so true. Yeah. Sure. They had the third worst away record. In baseball behind, like, the Orioles and, like, the
0: Blue Jays. When I went to the Crosstown series, they had the worst average in the MLB with runners in scoring position, Probably which you do. can't have. This rotation should be good, too. And right after it's the other Crosstown game, Eloy mm-hmm. Jimenez, who just got traded from the Cubs, he hit a home run to win it. The, uh, Quintana's next start, he's got the chance to prove everyone, like, hey, that's why you traded for me. And he got lit up for, like, nine runs in two innings or whatever. The, now, obviously the Cubs have a better roster right now, and I'm not making any statements like, oh, the Sox are better as of right now. But if I'm a baseball fan for both of these teams, I'm a lot more op- optimistic about the White Sox future right now than the Cubs. They're trending in two different directions. I think the White Sox fans have a lot more to be excited about as of right now. And I think it would not be um, – I, I think it would be fair to say like, that there's a good chance that the White Sox could have a better record next year than the Chicago Cubs. Because look at the rotation they have right now. They're rolling out Manny Banuelos, Ross Detweiler, Dylan Covey. Carlos Rodano is supposed to be an ace, got injured. The only competent pick, Ivan Nova, is like a six something year, right? That guy sucks. Like, the the starting rotation is terrible, and the fact they're still hovering around 500 is a testament to of the office. Wait till they get some pitching back in there. They got now Cease in the rotation, Kopech back. Future looks bright for this team. If I'm the Cubs,
1: I'm a little concerned. I think it's pretty easy to cherry pick a. a a scuffle or a slump and say that these two teams are trending in different directions. The White Sox are trending up. I will not... I won't have... I won't have any arguments against that. The White Sox look good and they're playing well. And I think that one of the really good things about the White Sox right now is they have a lot of young players, obviously. Um, And yet, there's no pressure on them to win anything. That's true. Because it's, hey... Eloy, Tim Anderson, even Abreu was—he's—he's he's twenty-seven. He's out 20. thirty. Oh, he's third. Yeah. Oh wow. he was twenty-seven. Because he played five years in. Yeah, yeah. He's but like because he, he won rookie of the year, but he wasn't really a rookie. Yeah. he been playing professional yeah. ball in Cuba. But they have a lot of st- stars and everything, and I think it's different when we call Chris Bryant up, when Kyle Shoreburn like, hey guys, we need a ring in the next couple years. Whereas the White Sox have absolutely no pressure. to play in a pretty poor division right now. The Twins look good, but the Indians, Tigers, and Royals. Yeah. The Tigers and the Royals stink. Right. And the Cle- Cleveland's just, they're only second place just because they're outperforming a bad roster right now. But I think it's pretty easy to say, yeah, the Cubs are obviously struggling, but there are some quick fixes. Yeah, Jose Quintana lit up that day, but he has also allowed three runs in, or fewer in 14 of his 18 outings this season. So 14 of his 18 starts, he's only given up three or less runs. I would say that's pretty good. The next game that he started, he went seven innings, six hits, three in-runs, and six Ks against the Pirates. That was, that was great. That was fantastic. And I think it's pretty easy to, to, to say, oh, you know, these guys are playing like trash. And I think there are a couple of guys who are playing like trash and shouldn't be on the roster. And I think the, the Kimbrel game that you talked about is a total... I mean, it's an it's, indictment it's on the management where, and we talked about this before, where you have Addison Russell, a guy who's consistently starting right now, and he's hitting, where is, is it? He's hitting 248. And it's been very bad. You look at their win-loss record with and without him, it's a lot better without him. Well, What's yeah, that?
0: I agree. And like, well, as far as the managing thing goes from that game, look at the Javi bias thing. He's an excellent player, don't get me yeah. wrong. And the guy does great things in the base class, but there is no excuse for not running out of fly ball there. On the other side of town, Tim Anderson, if he did that, he's one of our best players. He didn't run out of fly ball. He got benched the next game. And you say what you want about Renteria, but his guys play hard for him. They don't quit. That second game of the doubleheader I was talking about, I was at. They were down like five to one. Came back and tied it in like the seventh inning. Those guys hustle for them. They don't quit. Madden on the other side, you know, I think you got to send a message across the ball. I would have benched him the next game. That's straight. Like you got to. I mean, you, you can't I have mean, that shit.
1: Victor Robles. I didn't he even a triple see He's running out the box. I did not see that, but I'll say. I mean, Javier Baez is the lifeblood of this team. Also, you can't bench him when you. Put your lineups out a month in advance. Yeah, well that is true. I'm telling <laughs> yeah. you, I would fire because do you think Joe Madden's going to be here next year? No, absolutely not. I mean, so why they, wouldn't you fire him and mix things up? Is he's a like lame no, duck right now? No, no, side? I don't think that is the answer. I think that there there are changes to be made in this roster, and I think it involves sending Almora down, getting Russell and DiScalzo off this team, bringing up. I mean, I mean, we wanted Romo Garcia for like a yeah. week now. I mean, he hit 18 home runs in AAA. Obviously, he's got a pretty. He's got a high strikeout rate, which isn't great to see, but it's 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 something. He's got offensive potential. Now I
0: will say this: as far as you're trending, the two things are trending in different directions. I still believe the Sox are trending. I up think the Cubs are up. still trending now, up. But yeah, I will say uh, I wouldn't say they're not a bad team. I mean, not right they're now. They're still a contending team, but I would not say trending up because they got some tough decisions and free agency coming up. Not, they're not, not going to be not, able to keep all these guys. Not next year, though. Well, it's going to be once they have to pay Bryant, I don't see him staying. Scott Boris client. I will say this though. But my original point was going to be Rick Hahn's job with the rebuild, which I think he's done an excellent job. The the easy part is over. Rebuilding and getting good talent yeah. is the easy part. Doing what Theo Epstein's had to do and trying to keep him competitive it's, once yeah, they start winning,
1: that is the hard part. And like many executives have said that. So I will give and you that. And I will that. say at least Epstein has this thing where with Cubs fans, it's like we got our ring. It happened. And that's where like the I mean, it's it's very frustrating um, with Eloy and Cease being up now, um, along with Glavar Torres, where we have this like right. revisionist history of like hindsight's twenty twenty, And it's like, people will talk about Glavar Torres being a former Cub. It's like, dude, we got to roll this Chapman. Form. That one. Yeah. And I totally there's agree no... with that. And then, and I think Eloy and Dylan Cease, it's like one of those things where it's like the Cubs needed a starting pitcher and Jose Quintana's a lefty. We've got guys, and I mean, we we we. Eloy, honestly, he I mean, he can obviously fit in this team. But we have a theoretically enough offensive firepower where we don't need necessarily need this dude to keep competing, which I think is true. Um, Albert Almora Jr. at the time playing well. He's not playing well now, but he was a first round pick, you know. And 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 then you have like we need a starter. Jose Quintana has been good this year. He hasn't been amazing but we didn't really need him to be this, like, you know, number one starter. I he was a good pitcher with the White Sox. It's he, like, was. See, well, he was. You when trade you traded for him, him
0: he was the, by far the best pitcher on the team he was coming off an all-star caliber season. Yeah. He was a, like, I don't knock the Cubs for making that trade at all. Like, I'm not going to fault them there in the end of a World Series. Yeah. Like you said, they didn't need the guys. But looking at it now, I think it's fair to say the White Sox won that
1: trade. Yeah, I mean, they like, could have won that trade, but I mean, we, I think a, lo- a lot of White Sox... And this is more spiteful of just the crosstown rivalry. It doesn't really have much to do with this argument. But a lot of White Sox fans are quick to throw that trade in the face of Cubs fans. Where your boy, Fernando Tatis Jr., is tearing it up. And you got, what, James Shields for him? Right. It's like that. No, it's the like, same situation. It, it happens yeah. to every team. and The difference one... is,
0: though, Tatis was 16 when that trade was made. Yeah. Where, like, they didn't know
1: he was going to. But, yeah, that that is fair. Where um, it's like it happens to every team. And I don't think that's something that I can say, Theo Epstein or these Stein, guys, yeah. uh, this is not. This is the clear moves you made that have turned this franchise uh, downwards. Right. But yeah, I think, I mean, just going to the season recap for these two teams. Well, I we'll go Cubs first. Cubs are the contending
0: first. team. I think the bottom line is like th- this: offense has not been as advertised. There's been, I mean, the co- the core no, guys have been like yes. decent. Uh, Brian has been having a better year than yeah. his MVP season. That, he's just not clutch. That's my only knock on him. Rizzo's doing what Rizzo does. Wilson Contreras has been a stud, and unfortunately, I, mean, I had to witness that
1: firsthand. I'll, the, I'll say to your point of Chris Bryant uh, entering today's or yesterday's game. He has the highest OPS in his career, second highest on base percentage in his career, second highest slugging percentage in his career, um, and he's 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 yeah he's playing really well. And I will say, yeah, he's not he doesn't hit clutch. I don't know if he's had that many clutch moments, but I mean, I will agree with you. I mean, let's see, Wilson Contreras hitting two ninety four, Rizzo's hitting two sixty nine, is hitting two eighty eight, Bryant two ninety four, and you got Hayward who's having a surprise. He he has been an uptrend where he used to be this 800, $180 million dud defensive replacement in right field, where he's, he's he's shaping up into a player who you can trust to have quality. at he's been better. Game. Um, But then, like you said, I mean, we have dudes who... The bullpen's been bad. Yeah, the bullpen is... We're trying to figure... I think it, it has been a lot better recently, where we have kind of figured out who we can trust, who we cannot trust. I mean, you know... Brandon Kinsler for the Cubs. Yeah. He has He's been good this year. Yes, he two has two four ERA. He had, yeah, two full four ERA. And when we had that um, against the Pirates, we were we're just atrocious. It is he his average against lefties, or lefties average against him, is oh seven seven. And he didn't see the mound for about six days. And we're pitching Mike Montgomery. Who's proven that, like, and it's like, I am hard-pressed to find a reason why Mike Montgomery is not playing A baseball right now. Because he's not great. And he's not even really good. And as of late, it's been really hard for him. And he's got a 5.67 ERA. You can't have that. Where, a lot of these guys.
0: Dylan Maples is up
1: there. Carl Edwards Jr. is in the five. Well, like Dylan really, Maples is down. He's not on the team anymore. He's kind of Just kinda like when he was
0: with Randy Rosario at a 563. Those guys. Alan are, Webster, 491.
1: Like they've got... They, they know... They Tony know, Barnett,
0: 675. Well,
1: them. I mean... I, 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 yeah, but, yeah, exactly. And I think uh, Brandon Kinsler, Steve Ciszek, Pedro Strobe, um A little bit of Brad Brock. Kyle Ryan's a lefty. Uh, no, he... Yeah, he's, uh, Challenge he's a lefty. At 440.
0: The Sox, bullpen ERA-wise, better like st- If you're looking straight numbers, it's better th- than the
1: Cubs bullpen right well, the now. The Cubs actually, they, there was a point where they had the second highest bullpen ERA in the, in the MLB. Yeah. And then there was a two-week stretch where they have been playing well. Which is a shame because
0: the starting rotation, as much as people knock that, I mean, it, it hasn't been great, but it hasn't been that. But Cole Hamels is having a fantastic season. Yeah, it's unfortunately, too bad he got injured. injured. Yeah. Um, Hendricks has been doing fine. Lester, I think, spent roughed up a little. But I think, uh, but, I you think know, he'll be all of, of these
1: guys, of bar you, Darvish, and maybe Jose Quintana, are guys who, like, if I need a win right now, I can trust them to get that win. Yeah. Which I think outlines the problem with the Cubs is they're not they're not playing like this. The the 2015 2016 young, hungry, ambitious Cubs team. We're not really seeing that right now. Where it's just go out there or play another game of baseball, and they're not not—they're not treating – the management is not treating every game like it's extremely important. And it's so frustrating because last year, one game decided whether we were playing in a wild card game yeah. or whether we're, we're winning the division. And I think that's where it's like, hey, guys, every single game of this season matters, whether it feels like it or not. We we have to take every game seriously. We have to put the best starting nine out there, and the Cubs, frankly, they're not doing that. They're well, playing. they're lucky they're in the division. They are with how bad they've been playing. They're only yeah. a half game
0: back from Milwaukee, which I think, which is, is nice yeah. with the way Yelich has been playing. The Cardinals have been atrocious.
1: Yeah, so we're saying we we got We we have the opportunity to run away with this division and get a good lead into the postseason. But I don't think they're playing the starting the best starting nine every day. Um, and I don't think they're treating every game like. And I think that's total. I think when it comes down to it, that's Joe Madden. You, you obviously he can't micromanage the team, but at the same time, it's like we need these guys. Well, Joe Madden is not hitting. Like at some point, your guys gotta like. it's like you you
0: better. Well, there's suffer, no like, there's no
1: sense of urgency Carlos to
0: hit. Gonza- was it Carlos Gonzalez? You guys got he's yeah. like terrible. He's I don't know. Like, he's on Yeah, well, that's what, like pickups in general. They've been like making. I mean, like, I mean, he, they they signed him and he had like a couple decent games, but he he only lasted, like, a week Almora's been terrible. I don't think Schwarber, quite frankly, has been all that great. For a leadoff man,
1: like, I got to see a little bit more production there. Yeah. I mean, I think deadline trades will potentially be made. And, I mean, that's that's what what I'm hoping. Because I'm thinking the only reason Addison Russell should be getting playing time is if they can build this value for a trade. Well, you better see. You got, the way I look, you got, like, a
0: two-year window of being like a World Series like they better, yeah. like you said, they better hop on there better be a sense That's of urgency because once that Bryant contract comes up there's yeah. going to be some favorite players of the Cub fans that are not going to be with that team anymore. Yeah, like I, mean, I, will think, not be intact I think I
1: think Javier is going to get his check I think Rizzo is going to get it, and then Rizzo and Contreras also get paid, I think there's a decent chance Chris Bryant walks um but uh, but no yeah I totally agree that there needs to be a sense of urgency and hopefully with some and I think it needs to send a message to the players because there's been really no accountability um, from the Cubs. We're saying hey you're not playing well, you're not going to be starting and you're not getting at bats. They don't have depth though. Players. That's the
0: thing. Like this team does not have much depth. Ben Zobrist I mean, being out hurts because you got does dead, hurt a lot. Descalzo on the bench is like ugh. Um,
1: yeah, but with- we've got this dude David Bodie, who frankly isn't getting. The amount of playing time that he should be getting. Yeah, he, he's hitting 255, which isn't fantastic. No, I would take that. If you're hitting like two, that's that's the especially acceptable. as like a role player, like we want a guy hitting 255, whereas Descalzo's is hitting 186 in his game playing time. But yeah, I think bottom line for the Cubs, I, I think that I this team is going to make the playoffs. Hopefully, well, they, they they should. Yeah, I mean
0: they were playing. Okay, there, there was uh, we were driving. Uh, to the Sox game we're listening to the radio and they're playing uh shot no shot cap and company he's like a, he's a Cubs, he's a yeah. Cubs guy and the question that came up was shot no shot the sox end up with a better record than the Cubs and he's like it, it, it should it, I'm not saying it's gonna happen but there's definitely a shot in that the way this team's playing yeah
1: like
0: I, I wouldn't put like next yeah. year I like I hate to break it to Chicago this this is his quote like I hate to break it like Chicago fans like there's, there's a solid chance this yeah. team could be the second best team in Chicago. Yeah, yeah, I mean it depends on the free agency moves, and I still think, like I said, there's so much talent on this team. Yeah, like it, they just gotta start playing the way they should be able to, and that starting rotation has been, they've been adequate, but you yeah. got five aces or like that should be aces, and Darvish isn't pitching like an ace. I think if he was on any other team, I don't know if he'd still be. No, a lot Darvish, of teams Darvish's be... numbers
1: are very deceiving. Where he's getting, where his his starts, if you look start by start, they're getting a lot better, and he's on the verge, but he's not getting. I mean, he's not going to help. He needs, I think, and I also, he—he's just we—we've settled in where he's a good five f- starting f- or fifth starter for while you're paying him though.
0: That's not fifth yeah. starter
1: money. Well, I mean, you can't change that now. Yeah. So, and I mean, hindsight's 2020, but yeah. Moving on. Well, okay. So I will say bottom line they they're, they're going to make the playoffs. I think that Milwaukee's showing a lot of flaws where they kind of put it all together last year. And I don't think they're going to be the same team. Like you said the Cardinals are not playing well either. Um, they can win this division. They should win they this should division. They should win the division. I can see them if they can get their act together. I mean, I can see them making a deep run of the postseason. I think I don't uh, as they're they, playing well, right now... Well, obviously, as, as they're playing run, right now, they're not, gonna even gonna, they're not going to make the playoffs because they've been playing like crap. But I think if they can pick them up... I mean,
0: well, when are they years, heat up, like
1: It should have been last year. It's like, okay, when are they going to heat
0: up? And it was like that whole month of September. They couldn't hit anything. Yeah, I mean, like, that The was, worst batting average with runners in
1: scoring positions, unacceptable. I mean, it's very... I mean, you look at... There are a lot of stats. Chris Bryant, um, this was a couple of days ago. I don't know. If it might it may have changed. I think it hasn't actually changed because he had a couple doubles. But his his... Batting average with a dude on second is 400. The guy on first, it's like 065. Yeah. Like, you can't... It's just weird, and I think... But I think a sense of urgency what this team needs, and I think a message needs to be shown where, hey, Albert Almora, you're hitting 249, but as of late, it hasn't been good, so say hello to AAA. We're going to call... Even if the dude we call up isn't doesn't like do any better, it's the sign of if you're not playing well... You're not going to get playing time, and that's what needs to happen, um, and that's where we're at, yep. but then, well, I think that's kind of what we talked about before, for the White Sox, they have the luxury of, hey, if you're not playing well, you can still get major league at-bats, uh, obviously, if you're not, like, there's a level of how bad you're playing Like, you yeah, in Lions, I was glad that paid yeah. A.D.M. But oh. I think where the, the White Sox are right now, they're in the perfect spot, and I was actually talking to... Um, of the, I think the Bulls... Obviously, the the White Sox are a lot better off than the Bulls. Yeah. But I think the Bulls and the White Sox both have the luxury where they have young talent, and they can afford to say, if we don't make the playoffs, it's like no skin off our back. Yes, so and no, though. Play. Because that, one, like, that was the last two years, yes, where
0: it was like total yeah. rebuilding mode. This year, and Rick Hahn was saying this at SoxFest, one of the things, like, there's some point for some of these guys, like, Mike kind struggled his first two years. Yeah. You can see the flashes there, where it was like a year like... You better start showing some production because we got a lot of guys in the system that are coming. Yeah. So you better like put a Abreu's on a contract year. I mean, yeah. you, and he's like older, so he needs and he's been responding to that wonderfully. Yeah. James McCann, they picked up as a free agent. He's been playing well. Really he's been excellent this year. So there's been a lot of. I mean, I wouldn't say like, oh, it's all relaxed. Like there's some pressure. Like Tim Anderson, same thing. Like we finally but need I'm to start seeing some I'm talking about,
1: like the Eloys of the world. The Dylan Cease win loss.
0: Right? Yeah, and win loss record. He did say this. He's like. I'm not gonna make a move to get a wild card spot. I don't care about win loss record. I just wanna see some growth from these players where we're in a position that can tend next year. And I think that's exactly what you're getting. Like it's not gonna be a winning team. I think if they win eighty games, eighty two, I'd consider the season a big success. Especially with the way the bullpen like the the, I mean the starting rotation pitching is
1: is...
0: like they rolled out Ross Detweiler for game two of that doubleheader. I was like and then the other game I went to is Manny Van Willows, the crosstown game I was at, Yvonne or um it was Ivan Nova the night
1: before. It was yeah. like,
0: Jesus. Like, you guys It is out It's like they, Lucas Giolito and a bunch of scrubs. Do they
1: have... So they don't have Dylan Cease and Kopak coming back. They'll be back next year. But Which, will they, they, or do, you, do you think the White Sox are going to make moves for starting pitching? Well,
0: yeah. I think they're going to try... They, they have to. That's yeah. the one need they're going to need to address. Because Ronaldo Lopez was a fan of... And I said before the year, I think he had the best stuff in the roster. He's been quite frankly he's been horrible he's yeah. like one of those guys like well it's a good thing we're not contending because if he was like know, if he was on the Cubs right now he'd be sent out like, yeah. we'll, we'll put it that way um, I, I do think they're going to try to get Garrett because cool, they have money to spend Yeah, and they need another starter Ro, Don's been showing consistently he can't stay healthy.
1: So yeah. it's like you don't
0: know what you're gonna get with him. And he started so. he had
1: injury concerns before this year, right?
0: And their talk was like during off seasons he wouldn't work very hard. He didn't like working out in the off season. He just yeah. kinda sit back and hunt, and that's why I think he's had a lot of arm problems. He's like two years now in a row, his season's been cut short because of arm problems. True. Now I will say this. Um it was funny before Wrigleyville they had uh, I, I, outside of Wrigley I was pleasantly surprised because like, they got a cool they got a cool atmosphere going with yep. like uh, Fenway and they had Lee Smith outside like signing stuff for the Crosstown yeah, yeah. game and it was, it was funny we'd go up to talk like oh wow it's Lee Smith Hall of Famer or whatever so I was like alright I'm a Sox fan I'll go talk to him Hey, at least our socks, fans, but, you know, game respects game. It's like, oh, it's all right. I like the socks. It's like, they won me 20 bucks last night. I'm like, what? It's like, yeah, bet on them. It's like, I'm betting them on them again today. I'm like, really? Yeah. It's like, yeah, man, I like the socks. Back in my playing days, I didn't hang out with any of the Cubs guys. I was home and hanging out with Ozzie Guillen and all the Mexicans. <laughs> like, those guys were fun. Yeah. Like, yeah, at least that's cool, dude. We're walking away. Go, <laughs> like, oh, socks. It's like, hey, you know what? That shows are trending upward. Cubs yeah. legends are rooting for us. But, um... No, I will. The offense has been uh, fantastic, and the the depth, like well, top to bottom, Leary Garcia, he's, he's a role player. He's a utility player. Both yeah. in his career, he's hitting like two eighty eight. Tim Anderson got injured. He was a starting center fielder. Tim Anderson got injured. he's seamlessly transitioned to the shortstop. Done a nice job there. Uh, Eloy's been better as of late. After he got back from his injury, man, he is raking. Hit another home run the other day. He's been good. This offense can keep it up, and we got a couple guys in there. Ryan Cordell. I mean, he hit two home runs the other day, but like, he's been bad. He's not going to be in the future, Ryan. The yeah. so Daniel Polka, unfortunately, <laughs> he's hitting no. like he's hitting point two five right now. Ooh, that's not good. No, guess how many hits he has this year? How many? One. Wow.
1: wow. He got
0: sent that. He was started the year one for thirty one. They sent him down. He was raking in Triple A at like eighteen home runs. Like, okay, Yonder got DFA. They called him back up. Been much of the same there. So I'll give that. For him. The fact that the offense has been keeping this team afloat for so long, it's not a fluke. Yeah. Like, I I think it's been. I don't know if yeah. you saw. Yeah. So, well, let's go to Dylan. And see, we'll talk about him a little bit. Did you see any of his? Uh, he Dave's,
1: did. He, he. I. I was looking up his stats, and I was seeing some stuff on Twitter. There's a funny tweet because his first inning. Well, he had, like, two outs, two and outs. then the bases, and then he, like, and I saw, it was two outs, did he walk the bases loaded? He walked, walked, hit by pitch. Yeah, and then someone saw that and, like, put the rundown. and, like, he's still a cub at heart, so that was kind of funny. That, <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, and I think, yeah, I mean, I'll, you you know better than I do, but he did not have a 1-2-3 inning, did he? No, he ended up giving up two runs in the first. Yeah. And then
0: he settled down after that. After the first inning, in his last four, he only gave up two hits. One of them was a home run. But five in it, five innings, three runs given up, six yeah. strikeouts. And it was really that first inning that did all the damage. I was very impressed with this kid's uh, mental maturity.
1: Yeah.
0: Because he is, like, he's a yogi. He's wearing the number 84. Because he comes walking out of the bullpen like 84? Man, the clubhouse Where's was like it. 84? But he picked it because it's like there's 84 yoga poses or something like that. It's like a yoga thing. He's like this big right. Zen master. He's talking <laughs> about like the dude on, on hard knocks.
1: Like, I will, I will catch, <laughs> catch two touchdowns, touchdowns today. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it's like, huh. It's, but, like, yeah, and it, it really showed that game because of how – because most pitchers, young pitchers, they would have unraveled during that. Like, I remember Lucas Giolito against the Cubs when watching that game. He gave up the grand slam in the first inning. You could tell mm, he just like, never got it yeah. back afterwards. Where this guy was like, oh, okay. He settled into a nice groove, and he's only going to get better from there. To pick up a win on his first start, it was nice. And from where we were watching the bullpen, watching him warm up, this guy's got good stuff. Effort- effortlessly pumped in like 98 miles an hour, yeah. and like the breaking stuff looks good. So this guy's got the stuff. I think to be special.
1: Yeah. Um, Although I will say, it's nice that he got to play against the Tigers because we had the same thing with Albert Elzelay. Yeah. Elzele against the, I mean the Mets are a little better, but they're not good. Right. And he goes for four scoreless and it was like, oh, he's pretty good and then got shelled the next time out. But I will say, I mean, looking at his highlights, his first strikeout was pretty nasty. That was dirty. That curveball. Um, but yeah, he's a dude. I mean, hopefully you can get some out of him. It'll be interesting to see if they have to contend soon and they have got this really young kid as starting pitcher trying yeah. to hang <laughs> We need you to be a two-starter now. I'm more worried about Kopech than him.
0: Yes. Because Kopech's going to be coming up next year, and it's going to be, like, basically, like, he missed this whole year for a developmental year. And he only had a couple major league starts under his belt. Yeah. So next year when they're going to be, like, actually contending or trying to, and he's going to be thrown out there, uh, there's so going to be some pressure on him. Injury, yeah. I... And more people are excited about Kopech. I honestly believe Dylan Cease is going to be a better pitcher. Straight stuff-wise, first. he throws just as hard. He's not as flashy. Because, like, Kopech, you see, a ripped. And he tried to upstage Cease because he got engaged to his, like, hot model oh, wife wait, wait, wait. that same day. <laughs> so he's trying to upstage him. But, like, the man, he throws just as hard. I think he's got good stuff. And the mental fortitude man is there. That's, like, that's a, that's a big thing. Um, yeah. Azalea, yeah, we'll talk about. Hey, he just got called up too. What do you think yes, of him? I was impressed he, as a first start. I was a first
1: start. Video was first strikeout. That was pretty cool. Um, he he looked good. It it's very. And we talk this. Cease and Alazale have a good uh, have a good signs where it's like first start. You never really know what's gonna happen. Right. Even like the first couple starts because you're you've been. I mean, you're pitching in AAA and then you go to the majors are so different. But like the. Individual pitches that a dude can throw like doesn't lie. Where like both these guys had really nasty stuff in their in their arsenal, yeah. and like that does that that sticks, you know, for years. And I think both these guys are young. I think, but I think Adarosle is kind of a dude who like he had some hype in the minors, but it was kind of like, especially for the Cubs fans, right. it's like once all these guys came up with you, you kind of forgot about the minor league system, after, especially after like traded all hot guys. Right. Uh, and it's where it's, he didn't really have much hype, but coming up, he seemed pretty good. Um, he and Robo Garcia. Yeah. We didn't talk about Robo Garcia. He got his start. He had 25 home runs. He actually has a really cool story where he married an Italian girl yeah. and was just like, okay, with playing major league baseball in Italy, which I didn't know was a thing, <laughs> yeah. but I get, he played there for five years. The Cubs are saying, Hey, you know, he, this guy looks like something. Yeah. We'll put him in the system. He hits five home runs or seven home runs in double-A, and then 18 in triple-A. Call him up. First start, he goes three for five with a single, triple, and a home run. He has more extra base hits than, annual, than Daniel Descalzo in the last month and a half, even though he's only played one game, which is hey Yeah, he gave by right. a lesson on hustling out of the box. he bomb that? Like, where it was like a borderline? Yeah. He went to the wall. And he's a fun, he's a speedy ass around the bases. young guy. Uh, so that was pretty cool to see. I think, He's one of those dudes who will get pr- figured out pretty quick after he hits, like, 400 in a week yeah, and a half. Yeah, they'll get a but it's game something... Game him. I mean, that's kind of one of those things where it's, like, a spark, a something. We we are scuffling. We want something good. And he sparked a big blow-in. Um, and that's what I will man. say. That's the big difference between the Sox and Cubs
0: right now. Because, like, if he was on the Sox, that guy wouldn't have been called up. Same yeah. with Hazelight. Like, Dylan Cease... It took a while for him to get called yeah. up, cause like there was calls with Dylan Covey, and this is Dylan Covey, mind you, he's our yeah. third start when he went down. We have a hole in the rotation, cause he was making starts. We're like, oh, we got a hole, let's fill it with someone. Instead, they were filling it with like Omar Despacio, or I don't even know the guy's <laughs> name. We DFA'd his ass, cause he had yeah. like a six something ERA. He stunk. Like the circus of pitching that we've gone through there, and they're like, oh, well, we're gonna keep C to the minors. He's not ready, not yet. We're like, the Cub is like, hey, win now. like, yeah, we need to spark this. So like yeah. that, but that is kind of like. It's kind of a nice luxury to have. Yeah, but I was late.
1: I think his next outing, he gave up, like, six or seven runs. um, And then he got sent back down. I don't think he was going to stay up for very long. But, yeah, he's probably something. He could be... If he could turn out to be a dude, who can go two innings. you know, late late in the year. That will be nice to have. Uh, But moving forward, so we got tomorrow. I can see him. Yeah. yeah, Lester Giolito, right? The rematch. The rematch. In which... And then after that is Hendricks versus Ivanova, Nova. Which yeah. is one of the coolest names in MLB, if I do say so myself. Um, and it was kind of funny, because looking at it, it's like, well, we're going to lose the Giolito game, and we're going to win the Nova game. But yeah. then if, you look at, if you look at last time, we stunk it up against Ivan Nova and we shout Lucas Giolito. And that's so like guess... the Cubs all year. You don't know what you're going to get out of that Yeah, exactly.
0: Offense.
1: And of course, like runners in scoring position, too.
0: Yeah, this is a funny story. I was telling you before it. First pitch of the game, Leary Garcia hits a home run off John Lester. So yeah. like me and my friend, we're making asses of ourselves. We waving the socks, laying around. There's a good majority of socks fans We're all like high fiving <laughs> And like literally one inning later, there's runners in scoring position, bases loaded. I'm like, oh, I'm not worried. These guys. First off, it's our ace on the mound. Second off, they can't score with runners in fourth scoring position. And Kintros blasts one to the left. And we're sitting like, everyone's like, yeah, I suck on that, yeah, <laughs> like throwing stuff. I was like, oh, this sucks. Yeah. That mood changed quickly. Uh, but like, yeah, I mean. It's weird how that's done. Like, this one, I think Giglio's gonna pitch better. He's he's faced them once. Last year, I think the same thing. And that was one where you could tell there was a veteran start there. Yeah. Because he got first pitch of the game is going into left field. And it's a rainy night. The wind's blowing in. It's Leary Garcia. He's got five home runs. The way he was able to bounce back, and he didn't have his best stuff, you could tell. But he plowed through five innings, pitched good enough to keep him in the game, keep him ahead. And he got the win out of that. And I was very, I was impressed. Yeah. Because he didn't have a good start, but it was like the workhorse John Lester you needed. He he went out and gave him like 100. Especially with that bullpen,
1: threw 113 pitches for him. So, like. That's the type of workhorse you need. Yeah, I can see I mean, if I had to predict this one, I can see the Cubs losing the Giolito. And honestly, it could be like ten to one or it could be two to zip, two nothing, you know? Whereas like I think I but I do think this will be I'm I'm hoping this will be and from a spectator standpoint, I'm hoping this will be a pitcher's duel. Yeah, because I haven't seen a, one of those in a while. That first game of the series, that the uh, Nova, which was like it was funny to
0: expect, so you wouldn't expect that from Nova, yeah. but like that was a good pitcher. Nova and Hamels put on quite the show. Yes, they and did. that was a great game.
1: Actually, was, both that was of those games. Yeah, right?
0: yeah. Both of those games in that series, I will say, were entertaining. Yes, and even the second one didn't show it. Seven to three ball game, but for a while. Like, the, Sox, the Cubs came back at the Grand Slam. The Sox still made it 5-3. And then they had a chance to like start a rally. Tim Anderson let off an inning with a double. Yeah. And then Contreras with the pop. This was the most impressive play I have saw the night. He, for some inexplicable reason, Anderson tried to steal third. Yes, and yes. he had a pop time <laughs> 1.5 to throw him out. Yes. That's impressive.
1: Yeah, he seemed to be beat the White Sox that day. Cause he, he had two home runs. Shot. Yeah, later.
0: Five RBIs and then throws out a guy at third. That's like, that is like
1: well, you're right. Now, it's yeah, I think I'm hope I think I think that I mean it's super funny because it could be the 05 White Sox versus the 05 Stinky Cubs or the 2016 World Series Champs Cubs versus the 2016 Stinky White Sox and they still split. I feel and like they split a lot. Yeah, well,
0: the Sox won the all time season series, but this is the first time I can remember in a long time actually, like really, like, in my lifetime, anyway, Ever, that yeah. both teams are relevant and playing good baseball. Yeah. So the Sox are good in 05, and there's that A.J. brawl. The Cubs stunk.
1: Yeah.
0: Now the Cubs are getting good. last couple of years, the White Sox stunk. They won, like, 60 games last year. Yeah. Now both of them, they're only four games apart. They've both got a ton of talent. The Cubs, obviously, contending for World Series. They just won. The White Sox trying to get
1: there, like, it's exciting. And those yeah. first two games, I think it's good to we, see. We, like, you yeah. are, I will say we were at the cross pass, where I think, like, I don't think the Cubs are turning down, but I think, like, in... They kind of, like, plateaued, Half a decade like, you know or you're get. or something like that. Like, I can see them being, you know, not dominant. I do think the core will stick around, like you said, but we're going to have to wait for some And I can't stress again. this
0: enough. I don't think they're a bad team, yeah. but they've definitely, like, plateaued where, like, you know what you're
1: getting with these guys. Like, yeah. it's better. You better produce or, like. Yeah, you know. and that's where I think um, one of the tweets that I think there's a dude is like, a big Cubs guy following it it's don't let the chicago cubs remember that they're the goddamn chicago cubs because i think it's like a big thing where it's like hey like guys like we we're we should be a dominant baseball team like we've got good starting pitching we have really good offense and we're we got young good offensive firepower like this should be a really good team and they're, they're good and they were good last year but it's like they could, they could be the 2016, 2017 Chicago Cubs, and they're just not playing like it. But I will say, moving forward, I think if we do a podcast like this in a month and a half, two months, we can have be having the ex- like this conversation could be flipped for the Cubs rattle right off 20 games. Eli has a slump or whatever. Right. We what could be like, but I do think that at the, at the moment, the Cubs are playing well, and I I think this the series is gonna split. I I agree. I think Le- Le- is gonna get a win. I think Hendricks. I mean, Hendricks has honestly been. He and Hamels have been like. town's been good. It's a shame good. he got injured, especially because yeah. I had him on
0: my fantasy team.
1: So oh. that that stunk. I yeah, to... I think Hendricks. He's been pitch, He's been very underrated. Yeah. He's been underrated his whole career, but I think he he's sticking around and he's gonna pitch a good game against the White Sox.
0: I will say this for the White Sox, and you're talking about this earlier. Don't let the weak division fool you. Like they've played the Astros and they split that series. They played Boston. This year they had two. They had a nice win in that third game, and all those games were competitive. They've uh, split the series. They won the season series against the Yankees, pretty good team, I would yeah. say. Uh, the Twins, they just won that series, and then they just split a double. They they just won. They've won two series in a row now against the Tigers, and so, so they've played some good teams. And it's not like. And yes, the Royals are not like a good team, but like, what strange. would you rather have them lose those games? Yeah, like they're no, winning the games they're supposed to. So like, I, it's not. It's not like they're just beating up on weak teams. They they haven't played a bunch of slouches. Yeah. Well, okay,
1: so Final score thoughts. Score, score predictions for these two, these two games. And then this is where if we're right then we look like the smart people. In the All world. right, we'll go G Little Leicester. I'm going
0: 5-3 White Sox. Okay. First game. Second game, Nova. Oh, that's going to be interesting. I hate picking against the Sox. Um but realistically, I'll go So no, we don't know what you're gonna get. No gonna give up about five. Bullpen will come in. Give <laughs> a then ball, the bullpen. One. Bullpen's, Bullpen's not comes bad. In. If they pitch Jace Fry, he'll give a home run. Herrera will screw it up. <laughs> Depends <laughs> on the I trust the professor on the mound for the Cubs. Yeah. He knows what he's doing. We'll go Cubs. I hate to pick six, seven three again. So that's what it was the first. But I think something something, 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 something around seven three will probably be eight yeah. to four maybe. Three four. I'm gonna here. go.
1: Giolito beats the Cubs three to one. Again, okay. And I think the Hendricks will Hendricks will beat the White Sox eight to one. Eight to one. I think he's gonna. I think he, they I, got
0: the see the difference with the Sox. up, they 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 got some pop though in that lineup. I don't think they're only getting one. That's run true. On them. But Especially I, with that bullpen, if they can get him well, out. of I road. think
1: I think Hendricks can go seven or eight. It'll
0: help with the DH. That'll give. That'll help you. Oh, guys that's a lot. true. because they can go deeper now and not have to worry about it, which actually hurt the White Sox a ton. Cause they had twice, or was like in that uh, one game like where Giolito was pitching, they had a chance to get back in it. Bases loaded, like one out, and then Giolito comes to the plate. It's
1: like, yeah.
0: Well, that's the end of that inning. Yep. Yeah. Well, I
1: think, finally, I think, think end it. you had it here first. Yes. Those are, the, those are our scores. Let's end it.
0: All star recognition for each team. Oh yes. Let's go through. Yeah, you, we you got can go we got Willie, Willie and
1: Javi, back to back all star stars. Sorry. and then Christopher, Avi, first player to
0: start in two different positions in two different years. I think.
1: Oh, that's first, true. Yeah, yeah season, I forgot that? about that. He's so he's so funny. It's always I feel bad for him because he deserves golden gloves, but he doesn't. He plays like yes. two different positions. But um, so yeah, they're starting, and then good old Christopher Bryant, who um, honestly numbers wise, he and Javi are pretty are in contention. For, actually, all three of those guys i are having a really good year, so shout-out to them for showing up. But, yeah, those are our starters. White Sox James McCann, who's leading the league in average for a while.
0: And this is a guy who, like, the Tigers didn't want to resign because he's not known for his average. And I can't stress enough how great he's been in that clubhouse. I'm glad yeah. he made it, first-time All-Star. Jose Abreu, man, the man's a stud. You know what you're going to get. He's having career years now. He's already had, like, 20 home runs, leading the AL and RBIs. Um, and then we got... Um, Oh my god, how am I feeling? Lucas Giolito, obviously. Yes. Who heck? He could start the All Star game. I don't think he will, and then they'll give it to Verlander. But numbers wise, he's having a better year than Verlander. He's got a lower year. All right. And interesting enough, Justin Verlander said in an interview uh, yesterday that he, Lucas Giolito was the guy who's most excited to see there. He wanted to pick his brain on how he bounced back. That was interesting. Any snubs for you guys? Pick one snub. The one guy you should have made it.
1: Actually, I mean, I don't know if the Cubs had it or I mean, I think, I, I mean, the only one you can probably say is Rizzo. Yeah. He's in two sixty-nine, he's got fifty-seven RBIs. He's got more RBIs than Contreras, And another man, one more home run. So I, I guess, guess he is kind I of a snub. It, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's the only guy that's really getting all star numbers. Any White Sox snubs?
0: yo Makata
1: for yo second yo. baseman.
0: He's got sixteen home runs and in all offensive categories for second baseman in the AL he is second, second, third, and second. And that's going average OPS lugging home runs, RBIs. Down the list, he's been phenomenal this year. But when you're a third place team, it's not like you're gonna get four all stars. Yeah. So I was pretty happy with that. Because Alex Cobb is another guy who's having a great year. He's only blown one save. And but like
1: your third place team, can't complain that much. I will say, on the note of the all star, MLB all star game, best all star game in sports. Totally agree. Because well, you still have some resemblance of a true game. It's Just a lot more talent. It's true. You can't tank baseball. You look stupid. Yeah. And
0: you can, but you're not gonna like. Like, Prove a pitch. fastball
1: unintentionally like swing and miss. Yeah, like, and you gotta gonna, like, try. Pitch. You know, Anthony Rizzo or whatever. Right. Um, but yeah, it's fine. Well, that'll wrap it up. you heard her it for your first. White talks, from Cubs are gonna split. Um. But yeah, that's all we got. Um. Free agency Yes, up. We'll we, you all probably design? thought this was gonna be NBA free agency but we're waiting on Kawhi Thanos Leonard who has all the power in his hand with one snap of a finger could end the NBA joining the Lakers. Mm-hmm. We're gonna wait for him to sign and then we're gonna talk about how um, Steph Curry stinks and how the Nuggets are gonna win the championship. Yeah, shout um, out to the Men's World Cup team. Yep, yep. Watch them on Sunday. Uh, that but, celebration
0: looks like she was smoking a blunt, though, by the way. Hitting a
1: J. She's um, sipping tea. Definitely looks like a blunt. Shout out, who else we? will shout out Paul Millsap. He's on a new contract. Good yeah, for him. good for Paul Millsap. Uh, good for
0: Willie Garcia for acknowledging yes, me when Willie we were heckling. He
1: gave us a wave and he thought it was funny. I felt bad for him too. Because you're like, White Sox legend. And he's like, yeah, now I'm playing for the Winnipeg oh. Golden Eyes. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> have a nice life, Willie. Well, that one, we'll end that on. Have a nice life, Willie Garcia. Thanks for listening. Uh, tune in soon. As soon as the Kawhi news drops, we will be dropping a pod. So tune into that. Have a good day. Happy belated 4th of July.